0: Mile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9.
1: Baby, now I got the flow Cause I know it from the start
0: Die for you, Jokic. It's a huge W for the depleted Nuggets. Who's the best coaching candidate? And then boom, a legend dies. All on a paging Philip Rivers, Hooters girls hosting role play Wednesday edition of the program. Oh my gracious! All right, Jake. Um, real quick, never leave again, because. Well, Andrews! I Andrews he has a good job. He just doesn't know. He's like like, well, he's like, yeah, I listen to the show on Wednesdays, <laughs> from ten thirty, and I was like, oh, pervert. Um, so he's like, you know, he'll text the show every now and then, but I was like, you know, all that stuff, you know, who do you think you are? I am all that kind of stuff, and uh, I, I I just, he faded the music out right away while I'm yelling. Yeah. You yeah. know I'm yelling, oh, and then there nothing. Music's already gone. Myself. That's right. it. You know. Yeah, I just. What to do, baby? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm back. Yo, yeah, oh, I appreciate it, buddy. And no big deal. You're you know you're kind of like me. We don't miss lots of. You We're know, grinders, bro. I don't like to miss. hogies and grinders. Um. Okay. So, John Madden. <sighs> <sighs> is one of the. 10 greatest figures in the history of the National Football League. Tommy. And it's sad, man. I'll tell you, for one, I bet there's a lot of people who are like, oh, he's still alive. <laughs> so it doesn't make it any less sad, you know? <laughs> but 85 years old, John Madden, one of the greatest coaches in NFL history, the highest winning percentage of any coach in the history of the National Football League. And uh, then he did 14 Super Bowls. Okay? He's one of the greatest broadcasters, Jake. Now nah, we don't have to. And then it's like Helps create. There's not a bigger video game than Madden. Not Call of Duty. Not uh, maybe Mario. Damn, Mario. Madden! <laughs> <laughs> we gotta wait till the end. Uh you know, now we're thinking about it all. We're walking like up the, up hill. the hill.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we're just I we don't know what to think. All these emotions—we're hurt, we're sad. We never saw it coming. We'll, you know. I was just watch the replacements the other day because it's on TBS every day. He was like, and then boom, and then boom, and like you know, I'm like, <laughs> he just kept it simple. And I was watching something. We was talking about the water jugs, the Gatorade jugs And the sideline. And there's a daddy jug and a mommy jug, and there's like this little jug. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. You ready? Now, Madden! (sighs) It's sad. Okay? So, I mean, one of the greatest video game guys ever, one of the greatest broadcasters ever, and then one of the greatest coaches ever. I'd say, man, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people who think that, actually, a lot so many people got really football smart by playing Madden tons of people like my generation's people and your generation's people are like way more football savvy and savants and you know um, with, I don't know the scheming and the play calls and the, and the names of plays uh, to the defenses and the nickels and the dimes and the cover twos, Um, you know, there's people who like if the safety goes over here,
1: you gotta hit him right in the seam, and then
0: boom. So it's like, uh, yeah, man, John Madden is uh, the greatest. He's the greatest ever, and I, people underestimate him. He, he coached ten years for the Raiders. I think he won two Super Bowls with Jim Plunkett as quarterback. Let's see here. Um.
1: Yeah, I'd say he won two Super Bowls. I don't know if there's a third one. Let me take a peek here. We got a text from F. Lewis. He says, why hate the Raiders? Madden, 12-6 and 6 versus the Broncos. R.I.P. John. One Super Bowl.
0: But he won a lot of games, and he helped. You know, they won Super Bowls around him, too. So it was his, like, a Stabler Super Bowl, and the other ones were Jim Plunkett Super Bowls? I guess we'll never, never know. know. But he only coached nine years. 103, 103 wins, 32 losses, and seven ties? It's insane. A lot of ties back then. It's a different era. era. Nine and seven in the playoffs. So, you know, seven playoff losses is seven trips to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. So, went to the playoffs almost every year. Was an all-time great coach. Who didn't coach for... Maybe people think this, or maybe people don't think this. I'm not really sure what people think. Um... That he coached forever, or he, you know, only coached for, for a, a little bit, but not as high of a level as um, he coached. He was a he's a pro football hall of famer. In two thousand and six, he was inducted as a broadcaster. Um, not as a broadcaster. I'm saying as a broadcaster, he um, commented. I guess you'd say on all four networks: CBS, ABC. NBC and Fox And you know He was a pitch man for a bunch of products You know I remember like his van Had like an Outback Steakhouse van His bus I mean You know he didn't fly Did you know that so he was famous for that bus Which you would take like to um, Wherever the Little Giants played Um, Where was that Those two the O'Shea brothers From where where is that Little Giants, the O'Shea brothers. Let's just pick a state and guess. Got to be Midwest. Ohio? Indiana? Okay, let's see. O'Shea brothers, Little Giants. Little Giants. Let's see. What did you say? Indiana. Little Giants is a 1994 American family sports comedy film starring Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. As brothers in small town Ohio. Hey! Yeah. Damn. We're good at it, Jake. We're back. <laughs> I really appreciated you, you know? I was like <laughs> I gotta tell you one thing. Uh how's the air fire? Did you fire anything up yet? I expect um, like you to be fired it up. Yet. I haven't fired it nah, up no.
1: yet. Um but tonight. <clears throat> You know, I'm feeling a little lazy. Really? you might, might throw uh, some potatoes in there. Yeah, know. see what's know. up. I want to see what's going on with see that. See how it works. Yeah. Know. If so. it's not great, we're taking our money back, and I'm getting you
0: some a hoodie or some other stuff.
1: All right. All I right.
0: was like, I'm gonna, should I get him the air fryer? And she was like, yeah. And then she goes, here is the line. Here is the line. My wife goes, he deserves it. I was like, hey. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. You didn't have to give me anything. She was like, You can't do it without him. And I was like, Yeah, I know. Did you hear Andrew? <laughs> I'm just joking. I Andrew. run the show. He's like, um he's not listening anyways, obviously. But uh he's a good kid. I like Andrew a lot. Gil's like I was I was trying to be like Gil really loves you. He's down. He's just
1: yelling at you all the time because he doesn't know how to control his Himself. <laughs> I mean, andrew is great with baseball. I mean, if you ask him anything about oh, baseball. For sure. He really is a true baseball guy. Great.
0: You can actually he's pretty savvy. You can tell he checks in. He can talk to him a little bit about anything. Um, it's just we have something that no one else really has or does. It's this type of with you. rapport. It is. It's it's you could call it a style, sophistication, grace, um, elegance, ah cheese a little vino. Mm. Mwah, my compliments to El Jefe De Casina.
1: You know, we don't do traditional sports talk radio. Per se. se, what me and you do, we like to call performance, performance art. art. We just happen to specialize in, in sport. sport. So we, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. You know, we, uh, I
0: swear it's like, and I swear, we, we every day we try to come in here and do, like the, I, I used to say this to Kyle. I don't know if I believe it anymore. I don't know if I still have that same kind of fire. You know, sometimes I have to turn the pilot light back on. You know what I mean? It's like, then I'm just like, I quit, Nate. And he was like, well, you're under contract and all that. So I don't have to sue you and all that. So get your ass to the st- station and, uh, and do the show. And you better do a sweet podcast as well. And I was like, Argh. and I'm like, call Todd. And Todd's like, you're under contract, you idiot. And, he, and then I, was, I, so I went back to Nate and I was like, well, I just spoke to my lawyer and Nate's like, yeah I did too And you ain't going nowhere And I was like okay So yeah that's it So we did for reals Like I used to tell Kyle I know it's Tuesday But today could be the greatest show In the history of The National Radio League Lundy. No, so it's like, I, yeah, I was like, this is me be the greatest show ever. You never know. Like, there'd be, for one, everything, you know. We, like, the Scholar Brothers are in town. The Scholar Brothers were on the show three times. They're friends of Nate's. They're like friends of us. Not like real friends. We're not, but like, are not h- hanging out and texting each other. But they've been on the show a couple times. They come and chunk. They hung out for like a whole show one day. And Mel Gibson is the lady handler. Her name is Mel Gibson. She gets, they want to stay and hang. Ian Bag, Jay, hey, Jaymo. Well, Jay, it looks like Danny just let the cat out of the bag. Oh. I mean, Jay Moore gave us that one. All these guys, man. So it's like, you know, the show's changed and evolved over the years. But when they're dropping the comedians in here and they're hanging for the full you know, hour or two hours. We got to get some of that back. Look, like, where are the comedians at? Natasha Legero? Oh man! Like my wife and I have paid money to go see Natasha multiple times, and then you know, at the peak of my career, Natasha's coming in here with like a fur, coat, like the whole shebang. She was preg at the time, preggers, but she crushed. She was great. We've had some other comedians that didn't really didn't get along. Because they didn't like that I was funnier than them. They're like, well, I'm, you know, like Dean Del Rey. Oh, Dean Del Rey. Oh, oh, who's the guy we got in a fight with? Um, it was Jamie. F- oh, my God. Somebody help me. Who's little brother? Oh, Chris Rock's little brother, Jordan Rock. Who the f- is that guy? Came in. And we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, man, you're like, here's what I said, you're kind of like the Casey Affleck man of comedy. You're, you know, your brother's a big star, but you're, make, you're making your own name, and you're doing your own thing. Casey Affleck was just coming off like an allegation or something. He was like, Jordan Rocco's. who's that? I don't get it. Who's that? Who the f- is that guy? He knew. He knew. He didn't want to hear it. So then his friend, damn, another guy go- came in to the studio one day. If like another comedian And I was like Yeah well Jordan Rock I, was like, I hope this doesn't go Like Jordan Rock And he goes What do you mean Jordan Rock's one of my best friends What happened <laughs> And I was Uh-oh. like Uh Nothing So like he kind of got it The other guy And all that But You know Listen I helped make Danny Williams Helped make Jordan Rock's Comedy career What it is today Out, Out of, of business, business. Wish I had a big brother like that. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, ninety-eight point one FM, three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. Want to hear from you guys? Join the conversation. It's Molly Sports. Yeah. Back in. Role Play Wednesday edition of the program, 303 1340 the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Hope you guys, um, you know,
1: I don't know. Is it still the holidays? It's still the holidays, right? Yeah. I mean, if kids are still off school and, you know, we got Friday off, um, you know, still in between Christmas and the new year. We're off Friday? Yeah. No show sure. on Friday? I think so. Um,
0: I guess we'll never know. Mm. It's
1: New Year's Eve. I, th- I, I think I'm assuming we're off. Okay, it's all right. I'm down with that. What should we do? Party? I hope so, because I don't want to see you.
0: Because <laughs> I'm so sick of your face. <laughs> I had to take a day off yesterday, <laughs> so I. Oh my god! I, so I just didn't punch you in the face. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So sick of you! Uh, uh, no, no, no. imagine mean, staring at Gil all day. Oh, oh my wow. Because like you see, your, he's so like bald and shiny, and you're he's just looking at your him looking back at yourself, the re- reflection off his forehead.
1: The the most I've ever had to deal with Gil was for a week at a time, Oof. and that was rough. It's challenging, but
0: you know he's like w- w- <laughs> we have you do. There's so much going on within the show, our show. A million things, calls and text buttons and the music, and I'm hitting you with this and that. And I'm w- w- waiting for this sound and this drop, all this kind of stuff. That's like uh, it's never ending, but like Gil has none of that. I do nothing. Yet it's like you're so stressed out. You know, you're like trying to listen carefully to him. He's like, Come. Google, Google, and <laughs> Thomas Harding. Find this intro music. It's a theme show from the, from the '70s. And then I need to research this. And then it's movie day. And make sure you wear a red shirt too.
1: It's tough. It's like I don't know. So what? What's easier, Gills, or this show? Well, what's easier is probably Gills, just because I'm just sitting back here and relax, not doing much. Yeah. But this this show's like no other it's like no other once we're gone you know they'll remember they'll, they'll
0: never forget us there won't be another one like it we're like i don't know how we've been able to do this for so long if i like it's it's been meant to be because when cello left i was like i don't think i want to do this anymore and I was kind of being serious and then kyle you know was still here you know but after we lost dover we we're like chill and i were like uh we had other guys were like do you can we push our own buttons or something? <laughs> it was like this guy sucks. I can't even remember who it was. We had a few of them. Pennock sucked. Um, who else sucked? A lot of them. Who's the other one? Damn, can't think of his name. There's a lot of them, anyways. And then, like, Ronnie, <laughs> oh, yeah, Ron totally sucked. Now, Ronnie made his own little niche for himself, he got to what he wanted. You know what I mean. He got what he wanted out of this whole thing, I think. And you know, whatever. And then uh, but after Kyle, then I was like, this this after Kyle, I was just like, oh I better take that meeting with Raj over at the fan and see what he's gotta say for himself. And then we met. Danny Bailey. And then Danny Bailey was cool, man. You know, he was cool. But I don't know, you two are just different. Everyone's different. Like, I don't know. Kyle man used to be so emotional. If you listen, like every day was like something different. We'd come in some days, he'd have like his hoodie over his head. Oh, bro, it'd be dark and ominous. And like he wouldn't say anything. And be like, uh, what's going on at home? You know what I mean? It's like, bro. Oh, you want dark and ominous. Everyone's been in like a crazy relationship when you're young, and it's like, uh, I don't know right or no you got to keep the domestic stuff at home <laughs> it's one of our rules we've been saying forever as far back as the show's bega- beginning so but like that's it so after kyle's like i don't know how we, like y- you've been so good jake we've been good and now it's been a while we've been doing this thing for a while almost uh well it's over a year now for sure it's like it's filling like a couple of years now so you never know i like i you don't want to take these things for granted because you don't ever know how long they'll really last like it might not be anything to Nate to oh Jake we got to put him in the afternoon and this can happen here and I'd be like uh. I mean most you know I'm very powerful here I get a lot I of got pull you know I got I get a lot I get to say and do a lot of things that I want to do so it's like uh, that's part of it a little bit but also it's like if I had to I don't know Andrew's great if I'd like start over with Andrew I don't think I uh, I just would. This thing is over. I'd be calling Nick O'Hare at the Nuggets. and be like, bro, let's do, well, you know, let me do things there. Let's talk about it. I mean, when you know the main guy, the top guy in charge of all of the things, it makes you think, why haven't I left Mile High Sports years ago? And here's one like, oh, oh you're going to fire me, Nate, huh? Oh, okay. Well, how are you going to fire me? When I already quit. Hey. Who's coming with me? Who's coming? Anillo, Anillo. No. You're out? Okay. Uh, Danny Bailey. Nope. You got your... Eric Goodman's paying you good money? Okay. Uh, Andrew Mason, you and me. Let's go. It's back
1: to the Broncos. Are you with
0: me? Nope. You're out?
1: You're- I'm not coming either. Uh, <laughs> I got to take over your show. Uh, so, uh, sorry. It. I can't leave. No,
0: man. Uh, you're going to have Danny Bailey produce it. You guys are going to be like uh the new hot duo. The next Great Danny Uh, Williams who? Yeah I mean that's how it is though They put you out They bury you They put you out to Pastor Pasture Pasture. There you go Yeah That's what I said Uh, Okay Good win for the Nuggets We'll talk about it on the other side Jacksonville's finally doing like a real search Not like a You know like from a firm Where like Puts a formula together And like spits out A guy like, they're just interviewing guys. Like, Jim Caldwell's a great... I mean, Jim Caldwell won in freaking Detroit. Imagine that. Imagine that, winning in Detroit. And then, don't forget, winning a Super Bowl. Wait. Yeah. When, did he win with Peyton? Wait. Did Caldwell go... No, he didn't. Dungey did. Wait, no. Dungey did. Yeah, Dungey did. Hold on a sec what Why is this? Let's see here. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, Caldwell took over for the Ravens, and they won a Super Bowl. as The coordinator, I remember
1: that, like in the middle of the season. I think. He's got two rings. Oh, yeah. With the Colts and... The Ravens. Yeah, that's right. 2006. Oh, listen. With the Colts. Wait, wait. What? Did Dungy win a Super Bowl? He had to have, right?
0: Gruden won his in Tampa Bay. Gruden was the Super Bowl champion in Tampa Bay.
1: He... Dungy was coach from 2002 to 2008. So I think Who's Caldwell called, was though? underneath dungy as a coordinator and that's where they're counting okay but uh caldwell helped
0: flacco i think wait did i get that right
1: he was Was at the ravens caldwell Caldwell helped
0: flacco beat the broncos and go 11 touchdowns and zero picks over one of the most historic you know playoff runs in nfl history yeah he led the colts too he was the first blackhead coach to win a super bowl okay Caldwell, uh, here we go. He's been part of two Super Bowl winning teams as the assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach of the Colts um, and as the offensive coordinator for the Ravens in 2012. Bingo. We had most of that. (laughs) About 95%. Well, like we say, the show's about, we're always going to be about 86, 87% right on the dot. You know what I mean? So take that for what it's worth let's go to break 303-831-1340 the hotline the go fast energy drink text line talk about that nuggets victory uh they're a big 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 to hang on like that uh a a loss there would have been meltdown city we've been talking about this team like like real losers today and who are we trading well, today we're talking about the team as, you know, now we can see. I told you we can beat anybody and let's just hang around and all that kind of stuff. That's a great win for the Nuggets. They won the game, period. But man, they were up 25 points in the first half or something crazy. Ugh. All right, Danny Williams and Jake Meyer on a Roleplay Wednesday edition of the program at High Sports. Take it from the top. If I start, I just can't stop. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. It's not enough to say Jake, found a charger Haha, <laughs> we're back with It's Kyle, they <laughs> stole it two years ago Haha, <laughs> take that, Kyle <laughs> Kyle used to cry like once a month Somebody stole my Charger like Napoleon Dynamite Spam emails, just Hey, about that Charger, has anybody seen it? Bro, It's stole when Alex Ramirez and Rico got like, you know They put him on Craigslist Kyle Berry's Charger <laughs> That's funny Fifty dollars. So, the Nuggets were up like eight to zero, and like twelve to two, and just ran out. Um, the first half, it was like uh, played to perfection. They were like, uh, well, no, Draymond was huge. I, I took them plus. Listen, four and a half in game when they're up at a certain point. I was just like, it's what I thought it was going to be. They, it was up to plus eight and a half pre-game. It didn't go down, it went up without Draymond. Draymond is their everything. Everything is like they run the offense through Draymond. I mean, he does everything for them high post and the whole offense. Bring the ball down the floor a little bit. Stand there. I mean, like he's just he's one of the best passing big men ever, ever, you know? And um, he's very, very important to what they do. Okay. Without him, they're really gonna struggle. And I think the Nuggets have a chance to win tomorrow night here. Tickets are real expensive. I was trying to get there. Tickets are very expensive for this little game. Probably it's because it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been on my home to feed a girl. Who's that?
1: Uh the stain. Stained, yeah. Stained. Um you know, tickets are expensive. Whenever the stars come to town, whenever it's a big team like the Lakers or the Warriors, the Nets. I want to see Draymond, not just Steph. You know, right? He's got a what clear COVID protocol though. Draymond's a top seventy-five player of all time. He should have been on that list. Mm, I for think- a stretch, for a stretch, he he was dominant, and I feel missed, like he's right? he's a back. little
0: washed. He's not. He said it himself like he's fell back in love with the game a little bit. And, you know, you get a little bitter and stuff like, you know, you, you one of those championships. You're looking, I, It's hard to stay on top for one, but also what they've done this year is very impressive. Steve Kerslow should be like the coach of the year candidate
1: kind of stuff. Well, maybe he's it's back. retooled. Maybe he's back and uh, they're without Clay and without Wiseman and they're still pulling this off. That's that's really impressive stuff. Yeah, you're right. Do you know Wiseman was such a disaster? He's, you know, he was not a
0: star for them. He was the number two pick or number one pick. Number, number two. two after Anthony Edwards, right? Yes. They should have cashed that in for an assortment of compliments to re say re they reboot. Not a rebuild. It's a reboot. Well, That's what they should have done. Maybe
1: it was the right decision now because it seems like they're having much success. Oh, could have had more
0: success.
1: Well, they're having. They're the number one team in the West right now. Uh, okay, How could yeah. you have more success than what they're doing right now? And you know, they can develop him a little bit uh, slower. And all they really need now is a, a dominant big man. I'd trade him if he could become that. The Warriors are winning another championship. And Clay comes back. All he has to do is a little bit of three and D. And Wiseman is your your paint presence, and Steph runs the show. Draymond Green, you know, does a little bit of everything, like you said. They'd be in the running for another championship, and they still even are now, even I without without too. Wiseman and even without Clay. The way this league has shaped up, you know, kind of the
0: season, the loser Lakers. um... Without them being kind of a dominant team in the West, you just have three or four other good, like, really, really good teams. It's up for the taking. Uh, I think the Bucks are really good. I still think the Bucs are the best team in the East. I need to see the full complement from the Nets. I need to see what that looks like. But the Nets, I think, are better than they were last year, actually. With the talent, the talent and the pieces of what it would take to go be. The, you know, the NBA champs and the Eastern Conference champs in, in Mil- Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. So um, what I asked Andrew to find yesterday, one thing yesterday, and he was like, I get much like searching, searching, searching.
1: What? Scrambling. scrambling. What was it?
0: Uh, oh, the National Football League what's it called? what do you...
1: it's called NFL primetime Oh I,
0: I said it's called I go it's either called Berman or Primetime or something like that. He finally found it was funny. Um, yeah. so whoa, where's that leave the nuggets? What well, leaves the Nuggets as to me the after the kind of the big three in the West right now. Which is the Suns, the Warriors, and the Jazz, right? right. The Suns, Warriors, Jazz. Memphis is four. The Nuggets are five. I don't think that Memphis is better than the Nuggets. And at the season's end, I don't that um. Memphis is the team of the future. The future. They're gonna be really good in a couple years. But uh, and they have taken care of the Nuggets this season a couple times. Yeah, but yeah. no Jamal Murray, no, no MPJ. for sure, for sure, for sure. So, I think when push comes to shove, um, again, and then once Jamal Murray comes back, I don't know what this team's going to look like or turn into or turn back into, uh, but there's a chance it could still be as good as any of the three top teams in the West. We just haven't seen it in a couple of years now.
1: I truly believe that. I think that the return of Jamal Murray is going to ignite this team. That He's going to provide something that they've been missing, and he's just it's just going to click, I think, right away. You know, maybe maybe a couple games, uh, uh, just get Jamal Murray's feet wet a little bit. But I think once he comes back, this team's gonna take it to another level. level. I'll
0: tell you, the night that he comes back, I need the whole arena choo, 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 to go completely dark and silent. And then, let's see, what 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 would you know? What, what would you play for Jamal? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was thinking more like the Chicago Bulls. No, no. no. I was thinking more like I was thinking more like our intro. Return of, of the, the Mac and Cheetos. Yeah, I was thinking return of the Mac. Drop that. Just bam bam, 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 bam. And then it's like whoa! Like it's just like the whole arena I think we'll loan it to the Nuggets for that. We owned that, the catalog, Mark Morrison's Coffee, catalog. Right? You know how um, Michael Jackson bought like the Beatles catalog or something like that? We couldn't afford that. But we bought Mark Morrison's catalog. Which, yeah! <laughs> with such hits as Return of the Mac and, and the remix. Oh, Return of the Mac, the Mac and Cheetos. No, like, he's got on the one, like two. Who's got more, Shaggy or Mark Morrison? Uh, Shaggy. (laughs) Wasn't me. He's got that one. Wasn't me. And then he's got, uh, let me see here. He's got
1: the other one. (laughs) Which other one? That other one. Shaggy's got another one? Um. Let me see here. I don't know. Shaggy.
0: Shaggy. Zoinks. Not that Shaggy. Uh, Shaggy songs here. Let me see. He's got... Banana, what the hell? Oh, oh hey. Do, 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 do. Mr. Bombastic Baby Fun That's a big that was a big hit back in the day, my day. And then he's gets. Oh, it oh, wasn't me. And saw me. on the sofa. It wasn't me. And I think that's about it. It's got those two. Not bad. Mark Morrison. One hit wonder. Let's see let's see he's got two hits that hit and then it hits on our show it's Mark with the C I think oh it's not. let me see uh wow what a great song uh let's get down <laughs> let me take a listen while we go to break and we will come back and uh hold on I don't know if I recognize it alright we got a lot to discuss I want to we barely kind of talked about I want to talk about all the head coaching candidates and if the Broncos are going to let the Jaguars hire the best of the bunch uh, and maybe two or three others off the board before the Broncos decide to fire Vic Fianza there is something to being classy and that kind of thing And having respect for the coach and the guy who you, you know, has, you did a job for you. But also, this is, it ain't show friends, it's It's show show business. business. So it's like, we got to, we're wasting time every single day of like when a company needs a new CEO, it's like, you got to go get it, the best guy right away, because when he's gone, you might best, the best guy might be off the board ish. All right, Danny Williams and Jake Meyer. On a Wednesday edition of the program, back on the other side, it's Mile High Sports. Who's this? Mark Morrison? Yeah. Bone and Grown. Let's get down. Okay. That's not what I thought it was. I guess we're single-handedly have kept his career alive, actually. We have. Now, he was on a couple commercials, too, around the Super Bowl last year. Remember? Return of the Mac or something like three or four little com- hey, Cheetos! <laughs> you know, that one, too. But that was a long time ago, too. <laughs> okay, so it's 9.50 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live. From the Tech Center, Mile High Sports Studios here. We appreciate you guys being with us. The interaction, the participation is appreciated. Let us know you're out there. Jake will read those texts and we'll take some of your calls now. So hit us if you want to do that. We've got a few minutes left here in the first hour, Jake. Um COVID for Carson Wentz. The Colts playoff hopes are on the line this week. Do you go with who's the backup? is it uh Eason? Jacob Eason? Uh or do you go call Philip Rivers? Um for one game. Here's here's to make a handful of passes and to not y- lose you the game. I
1: think anybody not anybody can do that. No, I don't think anybody can do that. I either. think uh whoever they have is back in the system do that, though. That's the point. I think whoever they have, you know, who's already been learning, you know, He's been the backup. He knows the playbook and, and knows everything. That oh, it's it's rookie Sam Ellinger. Oh, that's right from Texas. Yeah, so I mean, he, Damn. he he's a running quarterback. No, yeah, he. They oh, might be able to Texas uh, sucked run, over his ten <laughs> tenure. They might be able to run the ball a lot. I mean, that's all they're going to do anyway. Is jo- feed Jonathan Taylor, and uh, that's what they're going to do with Phillip Wentz Rivers. I have Philip Rivers. I'll, I'll roll with the rook. Phillip, Jonathan Taylor. Philip Rivers heart could soul absorb it. I mean.
0: His- all, all the little things, the the moments, the... I mean, Phillip Rivers will, will, could, won't lose you that game. Sam Ellinger will lose you this game.
1: Will lose you this game. They should have called Probably. Phillip Rivers. I mean, he was just in their system last year. I mean, I'm sure their system... He's been and coaching playbook. and
0: all that. and he's I'm sure he's been working out a little bit, you know? he's At least he's been staying busy. He's hasn't been getting fat.
1: He's got freaking 12 kids. There's, you know, there's no... <laughs> right. So, He's got access to the, the school's facilities, so he should be able to... I know a lot of coaches, and when they get in there, they, they're still pumping. Bro, you're
0: going to be able to throw the ball down the field a couple times. You have to make a couple little first downs on a couple throws in the middle of the field. A couple little sideline throws. They won't ask him to throw the ball more than, you know... 18 19 20 times and half of those are going to be dinks and no more than more than half those are going to be dinks and dunks it's the two or three big throws that you'll make now I mean big throws down the field Jake I mean the 12 yard uh to get you into field goal position on you know third and 10 um to win the game maybe one throw boom to a big tied in right there in the middle of the field something that he's done a million times for a million years
1: Jake I'm going to trust Philip Rivers over Sam Ellinger Well of course but that's not going to happen why because Philip Rivers I don't think is he's done I mean he's done there's they nothing else that he, he's going to do 12 4 last year with Philip Rivers 12, I, 12 and 4 12 I, and 4 I know but he had a good year I think he's moved on I think he's moved on to coaching he's moved on to being uh, a father, and and he's just focusing on that. And I mean, one game, sure, you know, he might be able to come back, but I don't think he is willing to. Okay, they're gonna have to roll with the rookie, unless you know, Went somehow clears protocols. And I still don't think it's gonna make that much of a difference because they just run the ball so much. If they rely on what has been winning them games, the run game and defense, they shouldn't have any problems. Sam Ellinger, he could throw the ball, decent. I mean, you just need to they need to throw some screens in there, some short passes to get him rolling, and well, they should have no problem. We mentioned Jim Caldwell and barely
0: mentioned Doug Peterson. I'd be interested in Doug Peterson coaching my team. A guy who wins a championship at a place that hasn't had a championship in 100 years, a legacy brand, like one of the real like American sports brands back when Chuck Bednarik was playing both ways type of stuff is when the Eagles were last really great. Damn. To have won a championship with the Eagles? Doug Peterson, if I don't know where it went wrong, got ugly there. Their head coach or their their owners, uh, uh, he's a dumbass. A dumbass. A dumbass. He's a dumbass. I can't I'm a
1: dumbass. I'm a dumbass.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh I'd be in he'll head he'll be a head coach again sooner than later. I'd take Doug Peterson here for bring some offense. He's from the Andy Reed school of you know offense. Which um again, that's a Super
1: Bowl winning offense a couple few times over now. I'd take that in a heartbeat. I mean I would Doug too. Peterson, uh and just because he's off that Andy Reed coaching tree. You know, he he. it might help your defense to have him as your head coach to get in the mind, the philosophies, just the type of style of offense that you're going to be going against. Here's some other candidates. OK, and then on the other side, we'll sort through them.
0: Byron Leftwich is about as hot of a coaching candidate as it's going to get uh, for his offensive coordinating of the Buccaneers last year and then this year as well. And a little bit of a reputation before that, before Tom. Uh Todd Bowles, former Jet head coach, is the Bucks' defensive coordinator, who had those Bucks humming last year and real good in the playoffs in a championship defense. Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator, the the um, collegiate great Cowboys' offensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, former Falcons head coach, uh, Cowboys' D coordinator, and then Nathaniel Hackett is uh, also all of those guys. The Jaguars have requested. Permission to interview.
1: No Eric enemy No. His
0: time might have come and gone.
1: I don't know if he'll, he'll I don't know it what deal- He might
0: now have to go to the college game to prove himself. He might be more cut out for the college game as a head coach. What you hear about him. Jerk. How about a uh, Jerk you? face. Um, <laughs> no way. If it doesn't work with Carl Durrell... Be Enemy? Yeah. That could work. That could work. All right. Let's go to break. Now who?
1: Mark Morrison. More Mark
0: Morrison? We're doing the whole catalog? This I, is I own this got. catalog. This is
1: all he has. <laughs> and this is a stretch. Oh. So he's got to
0: yell during all the songs. Whoa. Ooh. It's his trademark. If you got it, you got to go with it.
1: Woo!
0: Oof. It's a panty dropper. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer on a Taco Wednesday. It's not a Taco it's a. It's a What I Don't Get Wednesday edition of the program. Back on the other side of Smiley Sports.